Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two films up for review this week is Clint Eastwood's latest with Cry Macho and the German film I'm Your Man from unorthodox director Maria Schrader. First up is Cry Macho, which is the newest film from Clint Eastwood. It is out in theaters and on HBO Max, and it is directed by and stars Clint Eastwood, and I have some very complicated feelings on him. I have to acknowledge that Clint Eastwood is a Hollywood legend. He is certainly talented. He has shown that he is a great director. He has shown that he can be a great actor. Apparently, he's even a decent composer and good composer. He's won awards for that. But in my mind, at this point, I'm just like, this is an old white man stumbling around. And Clint Eastwood is 91 now. So let's assume Cry Macho was made within the last two, three years. So he's in his late 80s, early 90s when he makes this. It is just impressive that not only is he alive and making a film and starring and directing in it like that that on its own and that he's you know relatively mentally cognizant and physically capable of doing this that on its own is impressive you have to tip your cap to that but does that mean you should be making a film if that film has nothing to say that is new or innovative or even interesting I guess my question to myself is if I was at that age do I really want to continue to be putting out content just to be putting out that content and you know not to I don't think it tarnishes his reputation, but it's just like this does not compare to the stuff of his heyday. Or And by heyday, I even mean in the last few years because he still put stuff out there in the last few years that has been relatively decent. But this film, just Cry Macho has, I don't, I was so bored and I don't know who this movie is for. Clint Eastwood stars as this broken down cowboy man and it takes place in the late 70s, like 1979. And you, I know they said it then because they could not have gotten away with a lot of the stuff that happens in the film otherwise. And he is sent on a mission to go retrieve a young kid from Mexico to bring back to Texas because he's friends with the kid's father. And the, it's just everyone is cardboard acting and it's just I, I don't think I blame anyone except for Clint Eastwood for that but uh, well there's a couple people who do okay performances but like casting wise script wise just all of the choices I ask myself why why is this happening it's also just a huge white savior film which I don't need it's I think it wants to be a meditative piece on masculinity and macho-ness and all of that stuff but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't care. Like, Clint Eastwood is not the person for this anymore. You know, get off my lawn, cranky, cranky Clint Eastwood does not play well anymore with the, like, trying to show softer sides but also trying to be a badass. Because how badass can you be hobbling around at 90? Yeah, it's badass that you're still kicking. But the action scenes aren't there, and that's, you know, early Clint Eastwood. The emotional beats feel phoned in, and that's sort of, like, middle, late Clint Eastwood. So... Why, why are you being a shadow of your former self? Like, they're also, and he did not write this film, but the expository conversations are so painful. I almost tapped out in the first 10 minutes of the film because the opening scene, and this is not a huge spoiler, but it's just all exposition. Like, people talk to each other like, well, do you remember when you did this thing and this is why you're in a bad place? Show me that. Don't tell me that in such a way. And the casting decisions, as I was saying, uh, Dwight Yoakam, who is somebody who I did not know who he was, but maybe that just speaks to my demographic. He's a, a country star. He plays Clint Eastwood's friend who sends him on this mission to retrieve his kid. He's the father of the kid. And and this guy is not an actor-actor. They rely on him to do all the exposition. I'm like, why would you cast someone? Like, I, I assume... It is because Clint Eastwood got to direct this and was like, I want that guy because that guy is cool and an old white man like me. And I, yeah, I don't know who this is for. 
I I oftentimes think, okay, well, Clint Eastwood films. My father's not as old as Clint Eastwood, but he is in that maybe like would enjoy usually a Clint Eastwood film. Like Gran Torino, I think is one that both of us saw together and, you know, enjoyed. Or like my dad likes Letters from Iwo Jima and Flags of Our Fathers and stuff like that. But, but I would not recommend this to him because I think he would be bored out of his mind. I was bored out of my mind. And then my other thing is I'm like, okay, well, let's say you're in the like in the age range of Clint Eastwood and you're in your 80s or 90s. I don't know. I would hope that there's an audience out there of progressive folks who are uh, open to a film taking place mostly in Mexico and featuring at least some people of Mexico in a positive light. But it doesn't feel like this is my other thing. And this is why I have like such confusing feelings on Clint Eastwood. To me, Clint Eastwood is still the crazy man yelling at a chair, an empty chair at the Republican National Convention. Like that is Clint Eastwood in my brain now. And so to watch him make a film like this, which I wouldn't say it's pro-immigration or pro-other countries, but it's not as anti as I was expecting. I, yeah, it just feels, I don't, no, just don't watch it. I can't, don't, I, this, this is more credit than has deserved that talking about it this long. I'm going to give it one and a half out of five, and that one and a half is just because he's still alive and kicking and making films. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. The other film I have this week is called I'm Your Man and is going to be Germany's entry into the Academy Awards for Foreign Language Film. It stars Dan Stevens and Maren Eggert. And the idea behind it is that the scientist, I think she's possibly an archaeologist or something along those lines, she has been tapped to test out basically like a, a, a humanoid robot life partner. Like the perfect robot has been designed for her. She is single. She has been sort of coaxed into participating in this testing thing because she wants funding for her program. I don't, it's it's very confusing, but basically the perfect partner in quotes has been built for her specific needs. And that character is played by Dan Stevens. And I gotta say, even though I don't speak a lick of German, hearing him do his performance as a German-speaking British man, robot, etc. Like, honestly, the trailer is why I was like, I have to watch this film because he does, he speaks in German. And I was like, does he speak German? Turns out Dan Stevens speaks German. And while I cannot necessarily pick up on the fact that there's an English accent to his German, it does successfully come across as there's something otherworldly or off about this robot character. And then... I, like, I love a good romance film, and this one does have some interesting questions about, okay, well, is this, like, can you, can robots feel love? Can we feel love towards robots? Is this a good idea to have in general? Like, if you build the perfect, in quotes, partner for someone, does that mean the human race is going to die off? Or does that mean we're going to give up on the idea of finding a human partner and all this stuff? And lots of interesting questions. I don't know if the film digs enough into them for me, but it's also not necessarily supposed to be like a heady sci-fi film. I think it's actually supposed to be more of a relationship drama, which I was totally into. It is directed by Maria Schrader, who people pr might know from Unorthodox, which is on Netflix. I think a lot of folks watched that. I did not actually finish that one, only because it actually, to me, did feel uh, uh, too painful uh, to watch at the time, and I'll have to pick it up again. But I, I really enjoyed I'm Your Man. I just thought Dan Stevens and Maren Eggert did such a good job, and the, the cheesy idea of, like, he plays that sort of perfect partner role really well, and then there's a sort of naivete to the character because it's a robot out in the world for the first time and learning about how humans behave, and I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm your man. It's worth checking out. It's absolutely worth getting over that one inch barrier of subtitles for. So I'm going to give it 4.2 out of 5. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.